can see right now, without LeBron, Lakers are, are struggling. Let me tell you about a team I hate, all right? I know the Dallas Cowboys fan is here, so I had to make sure he knew how much I hate this Oh, team. I'm ready. I've often said that the people who run baseball, they try very hard to ruin it. I'm from Brooklyn. I don't have a problem saying it to his face. This is a presentation of Northeast Streaming Sports. Wednesday afternoon again, and we are back in the or in, out of the vault. In the vault, we're in, we're in the vault, out of the vault, all around the vault. This is from the vault, and it is the discussion of what if WCW had won the Monday Night War. That's right. Now, see, you guys realize there's a theory going around that there are literally thousands of dimensions everything that we do creates a separate dimension to where if you choose to go right there's a dimension that you go left yeah so we're kind of getting into the two guys time machine dimensional travel portal thingy and we are we're, going back to march of 2001 we're basically popping into we're going in the delorean putting in march 26 2001 and going back in time here that's right, except we're also skipping into this other dimension where we ask, what if WCW had won the Monday Night War? Now, that night is a night that will live in infamy when Vince McMahon opens Monday Nitro. Yeah. So, in this world, does Eric Bischoff open Monday Night Raw? Well, in this dimension, again, this is all fictitious. I believe he does. If not him, it would be Ted Turner. I think with Ted Turner being more the corporate head, I don't think Ted would have done it himself. Well, the reason why I say it would be Ted, because let's face it, Ted had a hard-on for Vince. Right. He hated Vince. Let's just put it out there. He could not stand the man. No. After the deal, that there was happened, no loss lost between them after two. after the deal that happened with Black Saturday, which we talked about last week. Um, right. What I think, and this is just me, I think Ted Turner would straight up appear, be on, and yeah, I think he See? would. I think he. I think he would for the simple fact of he can come out and say, "I beat you, Vince. I beat you like I told you I would. I did it, Vince." I'm in charge of wrestling now. And that's a, re- that's while a really I agree, good, that's a really good Ted Turner impression, by the way. <laughs> in your opinion. <laughs> but while I do agree that there would have been some, Ted would have done something gloating because he is that kind of guy. Yeah. I don't necessarily think he would have started out the show. Now, well, do I it, think there would have been a phone call? Hey, Vince, don't worry about it. You know, I know we put you out of business, but hey, I'm always looking for another janitor or something. Yeah. Well, the reason that, why I say. I believe 100%. The reason why I say Ted Turner would appear on Raw, because let's face it, he's Ted Turner and he bought a whole. I mean, he bought a literal hotel just to fire somebody. So. Right. That's also <laughs> the other thing that could have happened. He could have shown up at Titan Towers, put a chain on the door, and like, ran around Vince's office naked. 
or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is Ted Turner. He is very a vindictive person. So yeah. there, like I said, yes, there would have been something, but I have a feeling he would have made it more personal. Yeah, well, rather than well, uh, I mean, honestly, showing up on the honestly, what's going to be more personal to Vince? What's going to be like more the, personal? No, but think about it. Put yourself in Vince's shoes. What's going to be more personal to Vince? Locking up Titan Tower and dancing around butt naked in his office, or showing up on his flagship program? We'll see there again. I think Ted probably would have been at the show. And I also think Vince wouldn't have been. I think he would have literally had security waiting at the door and no one named McMahon would have walked through it. Yeah. Now So I definitely think that would have counted out Linda, Vince, Shane, Shane Stephanie, and Triple H. Uh I that we're that we're going to debate on. And I'll tell you why. Because let's face it. They were not officially married until 2003. I don't they think were, that would have mattered to Vince. They were, they, were, they were married on television, yes. But they were not officially married until 2003. And Triple H was under contract. Let's face it. I think he would have fired what, him. Let's, no. Here's what, I would, here's what I think would happen. What's the best way to get back at Vince? You attack the son-in-law. You attacked what he thinks is his son. Yeah, he sure doesn't think that way about Shane. Right? <laughs> yeah. But like I said, I think I think Ted would have taken it over completely. I think he yeah. would have uh, yeah, without a doubt. Without removed a doubt, everything McMahon from the building. Yeah, without and a doubt. Ted made a Ted. clear definitive stand that I won. It's my show. Yeah. All the stuff you were doing doesn't count now. Yeah. And well, this is the new way it's going to be. Now, in talking about this, you have to think about it. Who was under contract at the time to WWE? Do you think they would be okay working for Ted Turner? I, th I think for the most part, because we got to remember there's one huge factor between the WWE contracts and the WCW contracts, where the big names like Hogan, Hall, Nash, uh, Sting, Diamond Dallas, Pet, well, not, no, his his contract expired pretty quickly after the bot. Um, not Goldberg, that quick. He was he was in WWE for about a minute. DDP was so. Well, I was it wasn't saying, that quick. His contract from WCW. Yeah. Now. So, now, this, of course, brings in the question. Can you see The Undertaker working for anyone other well, than Vince McMahon? Well, well, that, we'll get into that. Because one of the biggest things that is going to be the difference is WCW had guaranteed contracts. That yeah. gave those guys the ability to sit home, do nothing, and still get paid. Exactly. WWE did not. No. So if they didn't work, they didn't get money and they didn't get paid. Right. Now, I think there would have been huge cuts. I don't necessarily think the invasion angle would have been something that Turner did. For the simple reason, Ted is not looking at this as, okay, now I've got this company, my rival and mine. Let's mush it together and put up a big event and do this and do that. Ted's looking at this as an acquisition of any other competitor. I'm going to take what I want from it and what I don't want, I'm getting rid of. So now you have well, that core group that he's going to go after. He's going yeah. to go after The Rock. He's going to go after The Undertaker. He's going to go after Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's going to go after uh, yeah. Kane. He's, but there is a way we can do the invasion angle again. Well, and, and I me, do think something yeah. similar to that is going now, to happen. It's just not going to be on the scale. I think it's now, going to be the um, the stars of the show. 
Yeah, I don't think um, you're going to get the yeah, Valvenuses yeah. exactly, or the Godfathers exactly, exactly. for those. That's going to be the difference. But I think what's going to what's going to happen is Ted Turner will go for those guys. Yes, but let's face it: all those guys you just named are loyal to Vince. Correct. Correct. To an okay. extent, they're more loyal also, to Vince than we give them than we give them credit for. If Vince said, "Go out there, strip naked, and walk on coals," they would. I think the Undertaker would have. Uh, possibly the Rock. Rock, Rock would have. Austin would have. I, I don't yes. know about Austin. At that time, because yes, let's I, face I, it. At that time, well, let's face it. Not too long after that, the Austin took his ball and went home because they didn't promote a match right. Yeah, but again, this is we're we're doing this from two thousand and one. Okay. But I'm saying that the attitude and that that perspective was already there with Austin. And you also got to remember one other detail. Vince is out of business. So yeah, there's a lot of loyalty there, but where do you draw the line to loyalty to your former boss versus the loyalty to your child's stomach or the house payment? And 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 this could also be into because let's face it, at the time that WWE acquired WCW, a lot of those guys you just mentioned were on guaranteed contracts. They were. Vince they gave were to an a guarantee. Yeah, not as not as bad as WCW was. No, to, no. to no level, but they were still guaranteed. Okay, you you appear, you get paid. That was their guarantee. Um, and that was also because of what happened with Ted Turner offering guaranteed money. Now, this goes back into what we talked about. Now, Austin Taker, whoever else that Ted Turner acquires from the acquisition of their WWE, I think what would happen is you would get a reverse invasion. It would be WWE guys invading WCW and it will literally probably cre- be, be a bigger buy rate than the actual invasion. Well, yeah, it would. Because like you said, the guaranteed contract from WWE was if you showed up, you got paid. Yeah. Where the WCW guaranteed was if you wake up breathing, you get paid. Yeah. And now, now, this, of course, will bring in the question. Who do we bring in from WCW? Who are we going to cut from WCW? Well, I think, sadly, the low card is going to get cut to crap. But I also do not see the entire roster being pulled in. And you've got to remember one other thing. The contracts were actually included in the buyout. So we're saying that if, if this is going, we're going to say the exact same condition existed, that the contracts for these, play, these people, I was about to say players, but the contracts for these people would have been bought by Ted Turner. So in a sense, they would have been working from Ted Turner from the word go. As soon as the ink hit the paper, they would have been working for Ted Turner. Now, we already know the Undertaker had worked for Ted Turner. He worked for WCW. The same with Steve Austin. He worked for WCW. Matter of fact, everyone at some point, except for maybe Kane, the Rock and I, in WCW. And The Rock, right. The Rock is the only one that I'm 100% certain on. I'm not sure if Kane did a little, couple of little one-offs when they needed somebody. Yeah, Kane did. Don't he did re- maybe he did, he did one or two on a Saturday night. Because I think, wasn't he uh, Yeti or whatever they call it? No, that was actually the guy that became uh, Reese. Okay, that big so guy? Was, see, that's where I was remember, trying to remember. Remember that big guy that was in the flock? Yeah. Yeah, that was the Yeti. <laughs> yeti. And for those of you who don't know who the Yeti is, picture a gigantic ice block bird sitting by the ringside, melting until a guy that is dressed like a mummy comes out of it. And he's called the Yeti. Yeah, and he dry humps Hogan with the Giant on a pay-per-view. Yeah. Yeah, this was, well, with WCW 1990, 
eight? Five, no, 95. No, 95? Yeah. 96. It was 95 because it was, it was Halloween Havoc 95 and it was the Giants' first title win over Hogan. And the way they did it was the convoluted way. Yeah. So that was gold. I think, I think how they did it actually <laughs> was um, I, the Giant could like – the Giant got disqualified, but then Jimmy Hart said, well, if Hogan – no, Jimmy Hart said if Hogan gets disqualified, the Giant keep, the Giant will win the title. Basically, Jimmy Hart is the reason why Hogan <laughs> lost the title. Well, at least Jimmy Hart did something. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, these guys would have all have all at one time worked at WCW and under yeah. Ted Turner. Yeah. And let's face it, it is a business. And, well, and, and yes. Also, also, you gotta look at it this way, okay? Yeah, they're they're under contract. Ted Turner has bought the company. Now, there's gonna be a lot of bad blood backstage. Oh yeah. Because of how. Because how? Because I mean, come on. Triple H worked for WCWS terrorizing. He gets a, he gets let go. He gets a FedEx in the mail. Uh, you know, Stone Cold gets a phone call from Eric Bischoff's wife, or I said wife, executor, whatever she was, secretary. And basically, uh, Ole Anderson said said Iron Taker wouldn't draw. So there's going to be some bad blood. Well, at the, you got to realize at this time, Ole's gone. But you know what I'm so saying. So the Undertaker, he's, he's, he's gone. still gonna, he's still gonna hold that resentment. You know what I'm saying? Because Turner, because Turner listened to Oli, right? And, but again, you got to come in. There is no other game in town. No, because because if W because if WCW had won the war, you wouldn't have TNA, which would later on become Impact. You wouldn't no. have Ring of Honor. You wouldn't have a lot of independence you have today. You, you and right. honestly, if you want to get even, if you want to get even technical, even more technical about it, if WCW had won the war, you wouldn't have AEW today. You know, would Vince had tried to get back into the wrestling or sports entertainment world again? Maybe. I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think Vince. He's always kind of wanted out of the wrestling bubble. I mean, because think about it. At the same time that this is that this supposedly is going on in this alternate dimension, what's Vince McMahon doing in real life? The XFL starts. Sure. And I think he would have focused more on that. And I don't so I think you're right with TNA not coming out of this. You know, uh a resurgence of the NWA. Yeah. I don't think these things would have happened. And of course Nitro would still be on the air right now, so there's definitely not going to put AEW on TNT or TBS. Yeah. Turner's going to leave WCW as the sole wrestling on his networks. Now, you also got to look with uh, USA. They just lost the war. Are they going to gamble on another wrestling organization coming on their TV? Probably not. Because remember, not only was the a casualty of WWE, but USA lost the time slot. You know, there was a lot going on with that too. Honestly, probably not. I think it would be mostly you would have WCW Nitro remain on TNT, and you would have Thunder remain on TBS. Right, and nothing else happening. Now, as far so that's why I'm saying that even if. You did have bad blood. At some point, they're going to bury that blood, the hatchet, because yeah. these guys are wrestlers. This is yeah. what they do. I mean, The Rock was starting to break out as a star, but if he didn't have that venue of Monday Night Raw, would they have looked at him for Scorpion King and the stuff that ended up launching his career? Also, remember you the probably... fact that uh, The Rundown, one of his first films was actually a WWE Studios film. Yeah, and honestly, so, let's face it. If, if, if this happened, if WCW had won the war, it would have affected everything that happened after, 
and it would have affected a lot of people's careers. Right. For the very, from the word go, like I said, you're looking at probably, I would see them bringing over the New Age Outlaws. I would see them bringing over The Undertaker, of course. Kane, Austin, no. The Rock. I think Ted is petty enough to hold Triple H responsible along with the McMahons and not and cut him. I don't think tri- I, really, I don't think Triple H is a wrestling really, anymore. I really don't think so. I think honestly, uh, with Eric Bischoff being in charge and being how vindictive Eric Bischoff is, um, I think honestly, what would happen with Triple H is he would get buried every single week. To the point that he to, to to the point that he asks for his release. Yeah, it could happen, and but it's like I said, Ted is one of those guys. Like you said, you know, and I've told the story too, where he literally bought a motel just to fire someone who was rude to him. That's his. That's his game right there. He's going to fire but, you. He's going to take everything away from you. But, and then he's done with you. But here's my question: Do you think Ted Turner? you know, being the wrestling guy would understand how to how to make a television product for the northern area. No, well, for one thing, Ted was not making the product anyway. He does what Ted does best. He buys stuff and then he puts people in charge of it. Yeah. Hey, David. But here's and, my, but he, again, it goes he back, buys it goes back and to, then he puts people in charge. So yeah, but it goes it goes back to that it goes back to that thought process. He let's say he buys it, okay. And who do you who would you put in charge of running WWE? Not there wouldn't in, be a WWE. Be, well, running WCW in the northern part of the country, and it cannot be See, that's where I don't think anything would have changed. I think they would have stayed on course and done exactly what they did. I don't think anything would have changed about the, the way it was marketed, the way it was ran or the way it was, anything was done. I think you would see 99% of the contracts cut from WWE, whatever the percentage was that was brought in. I think they would make the cuts to match it on WCW they would integrate the people. There would be a storyline of some type. I mean, you could even have them where, like, uh, Austin shows up in full Stone Cold gear with the smoking gun, uh, the smoking skull belt, and the and he looks and goes, "You got to get your ring attire on, Stunning Steve." And that kind of thing, like you know, you got to remember where you're at now. You might have been big. You know, big guy there. You're not Stone Cold Steve Austin here. You're stunning Steve. That the I can, can see happen. them doing. And the, and the same thing can happen for the Iron Taker. Like, well, actually, get your, gear on, get your gear on me, Mark. You know? You know, I think they would have held off on him to the end. Because this would have been something that would have had, I think there would have been a trickle effect. They would have brought in a little bit here and a little bit here to have stretched out the who's going to show up. Yeah. And I think The Undertaker would have been the end of it. I think he would have been the last one that wanted everybody's, you know, ooh, is he going to come? Is he not? Was he loyal to Vince? Has he walked away from wrestling? Nobody knows anything. Because you got to remember in 2001, The Undertaker didn't talk. There was no interviews. No, he still talked. Because he got in the ring, but I'm saying there was no interviews. He's not going to uh, Bix and Span or uh, going to Meltzer and talk about this. He's keeping kayfabe. Mark doesn't exist. The Undertaker does. So he's not going to go out and do interviews. So everyone's going to be speculating. Everybody's going to be wondering. Everybody's going to be thinking, you know, what happens now? And if I'm doing it, instead of, like I said, having the invasion where you have all of these guys show up and we also forget this time. And this was part of the Monday Night War as well. 
ECW goes under and Ted mm-hmm. would have bought it as well. Well, we keep but, saying Ted, but it would have actually been AOL Time Warner. Yeah, but again, all of this is pure speculation because we all know what really happened. And we right. all know what would have happened. And, and, and like I told, and like I said last week, we all know what, what probably would have happened if AOL did not get in, did not get involved in the, with WCW. We'll see. I think what would have happened, Ted Turner probably would be he wouldn't be hurting for money, but he'd be pretty close to it. And see, I think with him partnering up with Warner Brothers, he ain't gonna be hurting for money anytime soon. I mean, look at. Well, the revenue Warner Brothers makes. Yeah, it goes back to this though. Okay, AOL Time Warner did not want anything to do with wrestling. They started looking at it as a business, and let's face it, at the tail end of WCW's existence, you can say it was poor booking, poor management, whatever you want to say. At the end of the day, they was not making money. No, but also. AOL Time Warner wanted to take a different turn with TBS and TNT. Yeah. They wanted a, for whatever reason, they wanted it to be nothing but drama shows and the NBA. For whatever reason, they decided NBA, because of the huge, amazing numbers that the NBA did, they wanted it to be the only thing else on TNT and TBS. Yes, you just said it right there. You just well, said it. You hit the actually, nail I'm on sorry. the head. I take that back. TBS, they wanted to go comedy. They wanted yeah. comedy on TBS. So comedy, only comedy and basketball on TBS. And TNT wanted to be drama and basketball. Exactly. And even now, well, let's face it, basketball was still affecting the wrestling. At that time, let's let's really think about it. At that time, what drew more ratings for TNT? Oh. NBA is always going to draw more ratings. Yeah. At the tail end of WCW, what drew more ratings? That's what I'm saying. The NBA is always going to outdraw. You know, and I I, I know there's a lot of people out there right now that's saying, well, you know, what if this happened or what if that happened? Well, honestly, if WCW was still around, wrestling would be the way it was, the way it is now, only with WWE in charge. Yeah. They would have, because they would have monopolized it. Uh, I yeah. do think at some point there would have been something else come up. I don't think it would have ever been major. Uh, no, it and you also got to think of another thing. Now, we're looking at WCW winning the war. And of course, a lot of people are going to bring up, well, what would this have done for the future generation? There would have been no Ohio Valley. So no. right there would have eliminated most of the training. But there again, yeah. Cowboy Bob Orton, he had a good uh, working relationship with WCW from the territory days. Mm-hmm. So Orton would have been at the power plant. Cena had already started doing workouts at the power plant. You know, but basically, here's everybody again, again. that was coming in the future was already connected to WCW. AJ Styles, Christopher Daniels, mm-hmm. uh, but like then Cena, this, of course, Samoa Joe. This, of course, brings up another question. Do you think if WCW would have won, John Cena would have became the star he did? You know, it's really hard to to tell because one thing I don't think the rapper gimmick would have worked as well in WCW as it did in WWE, especially not at the time. Uh, but if you put, because you got to see what we're putting an extra four years on after the end of the war. Mm-hmm. So in 2005, would it? And let's also remember the fact that the Doctor of Thugonomics, seen as original character for that, well, not original, not the prototype, but the rapper gimmick, the one that made him famous, was a heel. Yeah. So you would have had this white rapper that already would have made the fans be like, eh. In the South, coming out as a heel. 
Yeah, but that I, I think would have worked. Honestly, I don't because they had a white rapper in WCW before PN News. How well did that go? Yeah, but it was also PN News. And I mean, well, okay, uh, Conan, a rapper. Conan was go. gold in WCW, but it didn't go. It, and it Conan was Mexican. But I'm just saying. Anytime, especially in the South, and okay, you and you okay, okay fine, since you brought fine. that up, we have the feud between the West Texas Rednecks and Master P and the No Limit Soldiers. That was a big feud. That was and rap versus country. Now you also have the filthy animals. Mm -hmm. They did the whole rap group. They even did their own songs. Some of them were even released and actually got airplay. Now so they worked as well. You just brought up a storyline. You brought up the West Texas Rednecks against the No Limit Soldiers. Right. Out of that, out of that feud between those two factions, what was gained by it? Nothing, but those factions were well, for one thing, the No Limit Soldiers was thrown together. That was something that was, was just, not planned I'm out just, and really done. I'm just and saying. The West Texas Rednecks had played their part out. Uh, for one thing, Kurt Henning did end up getting a gold record out of the deal. Rap yeah, is mean, crap actually only, did yeah, sell great. That's, the, that's about the only thing. And you got to remember, by this time, they're starting to move into this new blood redoing era where Kurt Henning lost his gimmick to Sean Stasiak. Only to get it back a month later. But still, <laughs> you know, could more have been done with it? And you not have the confusion and chaos that was WCW 2000. And I mean, like, I, like me and you talked about this, I think, once before on the phone. And I think the John, the John Cena character would not have gotten as popular as it did without the rap influence. Okay? And no, let's that face it. Needed. Yeah, let's face it. In WCW, he could pull it off for maybe a good six-month run as a heel, and that's it. And then he's basically done. See there, I'm not sure. Because the South was moving ahead. I mean, by this time, Eminem is probably the best-known recording artist. Yeah. You know, this is even getting in the time where, you know, 8 Mile and, uh, hey, Sean. And, uh, you know, he's winning a freaking Oscar. Yeah, but, I mean, and it's... And what you got to remember, where you're in Kentucky and kind of watching the other side, I am in the South. I'm in North Carolina. His stuff is accepted there as it is anywhere else. Yeah. So wh what I'm saying is that there was a change in the culture at the same time that this happened. John Cena took the Thugonomics gib at a time when he rode the wave of what was popular in culture. Yeah. Now, but, trying but, but to force at it at 2001, time, I don't think it would work. It would But I think work. if you it move forward work. to 2005, 2006, in that area, yeah, it would have still worked because it was yeah, the culture change, not the climate. Yeah, then it would have worked. And I'll give you that. Then it would have worked. In 2001, it wouldn't have. Well, see, John Cena wasn't wrestling in 2001. He was doing the prototype thing. He was still just training. He had no, just started in California and was coming and doing workouts at the uh, power plant. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just saying, like, and also I don't think it would have worked in 2002 when Cena came up. He was in roster. Ohio. He was in Ohio Valley in 2002. He came to the main roster in 022. But and you also got to remember, he almost got fired because of the prototype gimmick. Exactly. And, I, and, and again, I think the like I, I said, now, around now, this time, I think, I think the prototype gimmick would have worked in WCW for John Cena. Would it have got him the popularity he got now? Probably not. But I think the prototype gimmick would have worked, would have sufficed in WCW. But again, you're still looking again. We've got to look at what 
the things that were in place to make it popular in WWE would have still been in place to make it popular in WCW. You still had the Marshall Mathers LP being one of the top rated uh, CDs of the year, winning multiple Grammys. Eminem is red hot. You have the feud between him and Kid Rock, another white rapper. That look, what does he do right now? He's not a white rapper anymore. He's a country singer. Right. He's done redo mixes of Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah. They're going and he is accepted. So that's what I'm saying. The change in culture was already in place. That would have not changed. And I think it would not have changed the effect of the outcome for Cena. I do think possibly the hustle, loyalty, respect for the Pebbles Cena would have come up quicker. Because I honestly think that would have been eaten up by the gallon in the South. The patriotic, clean-cut, Amer white American coming out in the army shorts and the salute and the flag and everything, that would have been gold. Yeah. And that would have been huge. That would have possibly made him even a bigger star in WCW than he was in WWE. Yeah. Because that was feeding them exactly what they want. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about now, how long do you, now, what's the foreseeable future if WCW wins the war going from what we just talked about moving forward in the 05, 06, 07? I think a lot of the people would have shown up. I don't think we would have had quite the same. I think it would have been Cena. I think it would have been Orton. Um, I think there's some faces missing from the uh, ruthless aggression era. Mainly, I don't think we would have seen stars emerge like Edge. No. I'm not sure. Uh, we talked about bad blood earlier. Let's talk about real bad blood and and somebody really hasn't buried the hatchet. And someone who is also responsible for a lot of the stuff that has come out since that buyout. Chris Jericho. True. He was used, abused, and ignored in WCW. Like a lot and of I think he would have immediately asked for his release. Yeah, I think as soon as as soon as he saw Bischoff walk through the door, he would have been like, "Yeah, I'm I'm leaving." Yeah, I'm done. There goes Money in the Bank because he was part of coming up with that Money in the Bank. Money in the Bank, the Elimination Chamber. Uh, that was Triple H. Yeah, but he had worked with with uh, Chris Jericho about it. Yeah, they did talk it out. So. That would have been gone because not only is Triple H, you know, not only is Triple H not there, but neither is Jericho. Right. So neither one that came up with that. That's that's gone, which would have been a huge uh, a hit. Uh, things that we look at that, uh, well, here, uh, like I said, the money in the bank's gone. You know, there's a lot of things like that. I don't think we would have a strong women's division. So there's no Charlotte, no Lita. Uh, yeah, you're absolutely HBK. right about that, Sean. Uh, HBK HBK. would have stayed retired and yeah. not had that second run, which I, in my opinion, is arguably better than his first. Yeah. And honestly, I don't think we would have seen Bret Hart back in wrestling period. We wouldn't have got no, the Bret I Hart think return. he just faded away. We wouldn't have got the Bret Hart return in 2010. Well, there wouldn't have been anything to return to. Yeah, well, I'm just saying there, you know, oh. a lot of things would have got affected by that. You know, oh, you yeah. wouldn't have the you wouldn't have the rise of AJ Styles in TNA. Which let's see, face there's it, one I was going to say that um, like I said, we're going to have to have they're going to have to have cuts yeah. because you can't bring in all these high dollar talents 
like Austin, The Rock, The Undertaker, and not cut something. Yeah. And so they're going to cut the low guys on the totem pole. And, you and had, uh, that's and honestly, going to be you, Styles. So we sure. may never have gotten AJ Styles, period. You know, we could, you know, wouldn't have got AJ, wouldn't have got Chris Harris, wouldn't have got the greatest tag team of all time at TNA, America's nope. Most Wanted, or Beer Money. No, because there was, and I don't know, James Storm might have popped up because let's face it, he would have been gold in WCW. Bobby Roode wouldn't have, though. But you're absolutely right. Roode wouldn't have. He would have stayed in Canada, same with Petey Williams. Um, same, with Eric, same with Eric Young. Eric Young. We would have Elix Skipper. He may have been a bigger name than what he ended up being, uh, which I do think is a we, shame because... And we, and, and we still would have had Mike Awesome. And I think they actually would have made Mike Awesome possibly a contender for the championship, maybe even champion. Well, and see, that brings up another thing. We do have, like, um, Mike Awesome's mental health issues. I actually, no, we would not have got a TNA for the simple reason that if Jeff Jarrett wasn't unemployed, he wouldn't have started TNA. Yeah, And I Jeff Jarrett wasn't going to go anywhere. WCW loved Jeff Jarrett, and he was going to be right there. Let's, I mean, let's face it. Jeff Jarrett and Jeremy Borash have both said it was the summer of no worries. They were fishing. And then TNA right. came about. Right. But I mean, Jared started that with his father. So yeah, JB JB was involved with helping with that too. Um you know, we would we would we have uh continued to see Kevin Nash be on WCW programming, or do you think Nash was on his way out? No, I think he would have stuck around. Especially bringing in some of the people from WWE that he was friends with. What about Goldberg? I I know there's going to probably be a few fans that are like, what the crap? But I think Goldberg would have been out-talented. I think his limited capability would have shown much sooner than it did and he would have just been shown the door at some point. Or even himself would have said, you know what, to hell with this, I'm going to go and do my car shows and stuff like that. Do you think that we would have had Sting for a couple more more good years left in him? Oh, yeah. And I think that would have led to some incredible things. And I do think it would have given us the dream match and both of them in their prime. Yeah. I think it would have ended up coming down to The Undertaker versus Sting. Yeah. And I think it would have been The Undertaker, not Mark, Ming, Mark Callis or any of that. And it would have been in their prime back when they could actually still really go. And it means something. Yeah. Because the way I'm seeing it uh, is they would bring these guys in and, and embarrass them. Like I said, make. Steve Austin be stunning Steve again. Uh, I don't think Triple H would have been there, but if he was, Terranova or whatever. I still, I, I, the reason, and, and you just brought up a good point about Kevin Nash. I think the reason why Triple H would have stayed around as long as he did is because of the Kevin Nash clout that he had. That is true because you do have Kevin Nash and Scott Hall that would have both been going for him. Uh, that's, uh, Possibility, although as much as I love DDP, I I, I kind of hate to say what I'm going to say. I think his age would have hurt him, and he would have still been out about the same time. Yeah, I don't think it would have. I I with this new influx of talent, of big major talent at the time, them trying to keep some of the up and coming guys coming as well. I think a lot of the guys like DDP and that would have been pushed out the door. I do not think we would get the rise of Rey Mysterio and the luchadors that we got. I think that would have been pushed away as well. I just saw something come on my news feed. I'm sorry, my face kind of dropped for a second. Randy Orton apparently has contracted COVID. 
No. Well, that's just not. That's a that's a big one. We've got a possible COVID outage for the for the Viper, and of course, we are hoping for him a swift recovery. Yeah, and also another superstar has asked for his release. Uh, well, man, that's not all that surprising. I mean, everybody's asking for their releases, you know, right now. And that's one of the things that make make this current time with impact circling the toilet. But, Lord, it's been doing laps in that bowl for what, 10, 15 years? 20. Oh, yeah. Uh, D. Brian Kendrick. No, I know. This is a new one that just asked today for his release. It wasn't Brian huh. Kendrick. It was somebody else. I, I couldn't see the name. Well, uh, well, we'll keep an eye on that and bring anything we learn to you on Sunday. But, yeah, like I said, there is options for guys to go right now. You do have WCW or WCW, WWE, AEW, Impact, uh, whatever Ring of Honor is doing. I don't know about that because Ring of, Ring Honor, of Honor is, as far as I know, Ring of Honor is coming back in April. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, you're right. And also, game changer. Well, and also, if you have, and this goes back to what we were just talking about, if you have um, Ted Turner acquire ECW, does Game Changer Wrestling happen? Now, see, there, I think the things that were happening with the offshoots of ECW would have still happened. Because I honestly believe Ted Turner would have looked at ECW like most of us would look at us, would look at crap on our sheet. I honestly think that none of them probably would have even made airtime. Maybe maybe RVD. Maybe Jerry Lee. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, possibly Rhino. I think Rhino would have fit in real good with, uh, with WCW. If WCW would have won the war. And let's face it, I think Rhino would have been either mid-card or main event within a year because yeah. Rhino was that good. And that's why I'm thinking, I'm thinking maybe three people out of ECW. Well, the Dudley Boys. But then well, again, the Dudley Boys. Oh, yeah, the Dudley Boys. But, yeah, they would have they would have been one to pull in. They were in WWE at the time, but they would have definitely won it came over because the South loves tag team wrestling, and then you got, yeah. You may have even seen the whole Dudley family. And I mean, Spike Dudley know, and and honestly, Daddy honestly, Dudley I think, and, I think you probably would have seen Tommy Dreamer. Uh, maybe for a little bit, but not long. No, he wouldn't have been there for long, but I think you would have seen Tommy Dreamer maybe do like a six-month run, and that's probably about it. And then Tommy goes back home and just sets home and gets fatter. Well, I think Tommy Dreamer, it would have pushed Tommy Dreamer's hand at starting, what was the House of Hardcore? Yeah. I think it would have pushed his hand at starting that. And I think that would have yeah. moved ahead quicker. Yeah. A lot of things would have drastically changed if, if WCW had won the war. A lot and, of things would have. One of the main things, and this, this could be a dream come true or a nightmare. And I don't know which one this would have been. Because I don't mean to put this the way it is, and I'm not trying to downplay any of the uh, athletes that were in the XFL in the original incarnation. But they were the shiny new toy, and Vince would have tired of them soon. But honestly, we though, also honestly, know if this. If this did happen, if WCW had won the war, do you think Vince would have given up on the XFL so quickly? No, I don't think so. And I also think it would have put more attention into it, and I think it would have probably done a little bit better. But once it got into that cruise control area, 
where it's going to do its thing and you're good. Don't worry about it. I think that's where Vince would have gotten bored. Yeah. Because, I mean, well, you got to, we got to give go people, ahead. at least from what I, I've understood, a look into what Vince McMahon's head's like. Vince works more than anyone else in that company. Vince brings a sandwich for lunch so he doesn't have to stop working to get food. He's got protein bars and a turkey breast sandwich with him so he doesn't have to stop working to get food. Vince, you know, there are people have that have rode with Vince have talked about like they will leave a Raw or a SmackDown at 1.30, 2 o'clock in the morning with Vince and Vince is looking at him going, all right, well, let's go get a work in when we get to the workout once we get back to the hotel. He'll work out until 3 or 4 in the morning and then he's up by 6 to have breakfast to go back to work. Yeah. You know, so Vince would have gotten bored when it didn't need him 20 hours now, a day. Now let's now let's go back to the discussion we were talking about. If WCW had won the Monday Night War, do you think what we talked about, having that symbiotic relationship with AWE, do you think that WCW would be as bad booking-wise today as, as AWE is? Yeah, if not worse. Because I honestly believe that fans would be bored with the product. And the fact of it is, you know, okay, I'm a fat guy. It's obvious. I got a body by cheeseburgers. I love cheeseburgers. But if I can only eat a cheeseburger one way from one place for the rest of my life, how long is it going to take me to hate cheeseburgers? For you? And I've been around you while you eat. Um, you're probably going to get done with cheeseburgers about a week later. Right. Now, you're looking at this through the wrestling perspective. They've got professional wrestling. It's coming from one spot. It's one style. And it's the way it's going to be for the rest of your life. How long does it take you to get tired of wrestling? Well, in my personal experience, because for a while there, that's how it was with AWE. Because no one knew about TNA. No, no one knew about Ring of Honor. No one knew about these, about these other offshoot companies. No one knew about them. So for me, I got bored with it. It got to the point that I was just watching Raw to be watching Raw. I really wasn't paying attention. And a lot of that is still going right now. A lot of the time... Like I watched, well, I watch Raw on Hulu, so I get mine the next day. I watched it for the same reason, although I will say I was a little bit more interested in the the face off between Bobby Lashley and uh, Brock Lesnar like, because I mean, I'm I always going to be interested like, in that. I, like I literally told you, I was literally whenever I found out about TNA, I found out about TNA 2004, and it was right after their first pay per view. Victory Road, their first three-hour pay-per-view that they did in November. That's when I found out about TNA. The moment I found out about TNA, the moment is the moment I stopped watching WWE programming on a regular basis. Oh, see, it's funny. I was a little bit later. I was actually, uh, oh, I want to say oh six, oh five, oh six. I'm leaning heavier to or to oh six. I would not watch WWE television. I was one of the 3.5. When Nitro went off the air, I found something else to watch on Monday night. I wasn't going to watch Raw. I didn't want to watch Raw. I didn't care what was going on in Raw. So then I hear about this other company and it's got, you know, Sting and Jeff Jarrett and, you know, Kevin Nash had turned up there. Uh, Macho Man had been there. and All of this stuff. And I start going, 
maybe I'll give that a shot. And so I actually started watching TNA, and I still didn't watch WWE because well, I mean, I was Southern I fans was can be back, very fickle. Yeah, I was going back and forth between TNA and WWE, and the reason why is because at this time WWE brought back what I feel was the greatest wrestling company in the world, ECW, at this time. And I was a huge ECW fan. I loved ECW. Anything ECW, I loved it. You know, I watched it on the good old boy network TNN. And then I saw what I saw the first one night stand and the second one night stand. And then I actually watched the sci-fi ECW and I felt jaded. Um but anyways, like like I said, I was going back and forth still between TNA and, and AWE. But I was I was I was more invested in what was going on, on TNA than I ever was with AWE. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. I wasn't. I I missed a lot of it. I mean I did I'll take that back. I did watch some SmackDown in 2005. You know, I saw a lot of the do- the Doctor Thugonomic stuff with John Cena, uh, the feud between Eddie Guerrero and uh, JBL, which I think was classic, yeah. one of the greatest. You know, I saw things like that, but as far as watching regularly, I didn't do it. And this was literally like, well, it's Friday night. What's on? Flip channel, flip channel, flip channel, flip channel. I can't find crap. Uh, let's, right. you know, smack down. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, I got to agree with that. Well, you can't really say that, Sean, considering that technically it's called something else now and it still sucks. Um... <laughs> hey, Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and know, I mean, uh, we do have to we do have to give the WCW ECW spinoff a little bit of credit because it did give us Punk and WCW. Right. Uh, it right. gave us the best war. Mer- yeah, let's try the skin. The best version of John Morrison that has been in WCW or WWE. You know, so there were right. good things that came from it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that name that shall not be named. Yeah, but yeah. Well, we got. I well, do we remember pay, toothless uh, aggression as well. Well, we got to pay some bills here, Joe. So you want to run it down for him? I don't remember what I'm running down. Basically, pitch the merchandise and all that fun stuff. Oh yeah, you go for it. All right. Well, if you messed up on Christmas or whatever. Get your no, it's Valentine's Day. You no, man, you got to guarantee you get something. If you want the special Valentine's gift, you got to give them something good because we all know what the Valentine's gift be 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 all about giving. That's why nothing says I love you and think about your hydration quite like a two guys at wrestling podcast sports bottle. Now, if you really, really got to get back out of that doghouse, there is always the Northeast Streaming Sports Roku app where you can see these beautiful faces twice a week, every week, Wednesday and Sunday at two. Yep. So you got to learn to pitch. And then if one of the faces that you happen to have looks like Mike, you can always get the two guys hat to have as much of it as possible. Wow, really <laughs> went there on me. Anyways, so and also uh, this Sunday we are doing a Sunday fun day with Brandon T. Wilson. He's going to be on here talking about all things TCW, the Royal Rumble results, all that fun stuff. Saturday we're doing a live Discord discussion about the Royal Rumble and doing a Royal Rumble watch along. It's not going to be on here. It's going to be on our Facebook page. Yeah, yeah, be on the Facebook page. And, uh, yeah, so there's that. And also, if you're going to stick with Roku, stay tuned for um, Sports Talk UK. Sports, no, no, it's Sports Scope with Robert Butler. Oh, sorry, wrong, wrong day of the week. 
Sports Scope with Robert Butler is going to be coming up next. Until that, we will see you 2 p.m. Sunday. Yep, same two guys time, same two guys channel.